You know, one of my uh, favorite times in high school was senior prank. That's a classic moment and one where almost all of our class was part of it, yeah. which was pretty impressive to say the least. Um, but uh, yeah, we it was a pretty good one. Um, how did it all begin? We had been planning it for a while, is that right? That's correct. Yes. And this would be 2004 senior class prank. Yeah. And we had viewed this as a time honored thing, almost like a tradition mm-hmm. at Central. Yeah. That every class, every senior class, every year does a, a class prank. Yeah. Usually they're pretty lame. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, but it was, it was a tradition. Exactly. And, and it wasn't written anywhere as we would soon to be accused of of making up a tradition. But <laughs> everyone knew that each year something occurred at the school, usually in the spring towards the end of the year. Yeah. And so, yes, we were planning, we were planning to do a, uh, a senior prank, but you're right. We, we had been doing some planning because it needed to be coordinated because we had a busy spring schedule. We had bike week. We did our senior year, a full week. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and that was, that came from that single bike night and bike day that we had junior year, junior year. the very night that the, the senior class ahead of us was, was conducting their prank when they were putting on their pranks. So that's another right. way to say it is that the, the class ahead of us, when we were juniors, they, that night they were putting on their prank at central while we were camping out at Rosie Shetler's house with our dirt bikes. And then we rode our dirt bikes to school the next day as bike day. Yep. And we went past their tents out front where the central seniors. Their weak sauce tents, by the way. All terribly anchored. Yep. Spikeless. Dude. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And it was from there that day, that junior year that we decided next year, our senior year, we're going to make this bike thing a whole bike week. Week. Yep. And so that's what we did our senior year. Right. And so as we were planning in the spring, our senior prank, because if you remember our class, we were pretty close. Everyone kind of talked to each other. Yeah. Maybe we, we didn't hang tiny. out on the weekends yeah. with everyone. But at least during the class times, we were all friendly. Yeah, you could get along with anyone pretty well. And yeah, that I had forgotten that the tent thing, the camping at the school was a tradition as well, along with that. And so our, was our plan then to camp at school then all, all senior year during bike week? Well, we were, we were going to do that, but that was a short-lived dream because that evening, which I think we'll get into about this prank... That evening, something happened. Some kids from another school came over <laughs> to the to the the tent encampment. Uh huh. And yes. so then, after that, central administration said, "No more camping. No more spending the night at the school. It's too much of a liability." Yeah. And so that put uh, the stop to that. And we had to take our camping and off so campus. That's when we decided it's going to be a multi-location bike week and we started lining yes. up different spots for us to stay so like tyler keener's house tim shoe's house rosie's house maybe more than once um <laughs> always more than once but we were nomads on bikes that week yeah 
And so that's that that was all, that's just the the prelude to this this crescendo of the senior prank in the spring happening a few weeks before school is out. Right. You know, so it's unique to do a senior prank this early is what I'm saying. Typically a senior prank's going to be played on the, one of the last days of school. Right. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to kind of pay the piper so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you get out and yeah. You're out of there. So that's that's where we're at. That's why this this prank is occurring a few weeks before the end of school because we had these big plans of of just uh, kind of freeloading around the community and we didn't really want to be so obviously tied to uh, to mischief. <laughs> yeah, and we always planned stuff in a grandiose way, like just always went full full send on everything. Oh yeah, yeah this uh, yeah. Uh, we had a videographer on this prank. We did. You know, we had almost like a full production team. Yeah. Um, we we even on this prank we divided into d- just different categories of who was going to do what. Yeah, we had it all outlined well ahead of plan. So, do you want to talk about the about the seniors getting oh, in trouble first? Yeah. Yeah. We should pr- talk about that first. <clears throat> yeah, that was a big part of our planning because that kind of foiled are planning the year before. Right. Right. Or should we talk about that afterwards? Well, I, I think it kind of goes, we do need to, to mention that we knew what the seniors ahead of us had done and we felt that they had destroyed property. Yes. And so we had made a commitment to not destroy anything, just make it really tough on the teachers. That's right. And that commitment also led us to not doing anything to the to the lockers because we didn't want to bring any yes. any strife to the students. That's right. We wanted this to be more of a thing against the, the staff. Not that I didn't have anything against the staff. I just viewed this as a, a rite of passage, you know. Exactly. I it, was going to jump through <clears throat> all their hoops of graduation, so just let me have my one little shadow moment pulling a prank. Yeah, and, and like that's the fun thing about a prank. It's like, haha, like look what we did to you. It's like a pain. It's not like when you start breaking things and being destructive, it's just a little bit more something else then. Yeah. It's not so much a prank. Yeah, it becomes it's hurtful. It, yeah. 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 It's it, you can't pull the haha card then anymore. Right. Yeah. It, and so we it damages relationships. We yeah, we we were smart enough to not know we knew where the lines were. Right. And that class above us not so much probably. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not because as the story is told, almost every senior class as I as I know it, they would spend the night the last night of school. Yes. And then they'd get up and go to the last day of classes. Yes. And so that was like a thing. And the class ahead of us decided to do their senior prank that night. And they were able to get into a school bus. (laughs) And as I'm told, it was Matt Carhan that was driving this school bus around. Yeah. And he, the visual proof of this the next morning was that it was the... The big trenches he left <laughs> driving that school bus from that front parking lot over to the driveway in front of the, the tennis court. Tennis court. 
all and the, the tire marks of from the big old school bus all through there. That's a big piece of land there too. Yeah. It's like a hundred yards. That's almost. a long stretch. <laughs> and it had been raining the night before. Yeah. So it was pretty soft. Oh, and yeah. As I've been told, he was pretty lucky to get through there. Oh man. He wasn't out there with topsoil the next day, was he? You know, that's the thing. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Adios wasn't helping him on that. No, no. And I'm sure Aos was involved for sure. Yeah. But uh, they had kind of wore that with a with a proud badge, as a proud badge, you know. Yeah. They, that class yeah, talked talk about it, it you yeah, know. Yeah, Because they didn't really, at least I perceived, they didn't really get in trouble much. No. But, I, I don't think they got in trouble at all from what I remember. Like, that's what I thought. Yeah. But at least we were still wise enough to say, hey, we don't want to do it exactly how they did it. Yeah. We don't want to drive around property. You know, that's, I, dangerous. that's true. That's true. They didn't necessarily have repercussions for the property and the driving of the bus because Carhan was actually able to park the bus exactly the way it was parked. And oh. so they didn't know that it actually was a bus <laughs> for a while. That actually took ah, investigative work. I see. But what happened, though, is that some uh, students from Dalton High School came over later that night because the Central seniors were out camping uh-huh. there on school grounds. Uh-oh. Yeah, wasn't there a little skirmish or something? Or yeah, something? there was a fight of some sort or, or rumors <laughs> yeah. of fights. And, uh, you know, when you start to think of some of the characters in that class, you know, you got your Carver Manise yeah. and Andrew Tannehill, um, you know, just some real brawlers, yeah. um, some quiet dudes that you just know could lay it down. And I wouldn't be surprised if those Dalton guys would have gotten beat had they uh, truly yeah. started something. I know. And they, I think they're probably outnumbered too, because how many cars have got guys, I'm assuming, do you know of who came from Dalton? You know, I don't, I don't know a ton of names. I just know that there was a Drew Kerber there <laughs> that was there. Um, uh-huh. And, yeah. and just through that, I've heard some other names. Um, That's funny. Yeah. I'd like to hear that story uh, yeah. further in detail sometime. Yeah. But. See, it, w- it, it turned into be quite the epic story that it was actually a, a story that, that made me a friend in Drew Gerber just because yeah. we, we shared a, that, common, that. that common evening. As we were spending the night over at Rosie's house in tents, clear from all the chaos and ruckus. <laughs> wow. So that's just junior year. That's just junior year. So then that, but that whole incident then led up to us not being able to camp at Central. Spend the night. That's correct. So that, I guess they banned, so their class really didn't get in trouble. I guess all the preceding class following them got in trouble. Because they got banned on not spending the night in tents, which is an interesting punishment. Yeah, it is. Punishment for folks that weren't even involved. Yeah. Of the future generations. Um, And so, yeah. So, then we started camping out uh, in the years past. So, we had had this whole thing planned out well in advance. Right. Because we were busy, as we, we had said. And then, so the night of, how did, how did we even get into the school? Was that, that was through, uh, through Paul Erb, right? Yes. Somehow? Yes. Paul Erb was in charge of bringing the key. <laughs> he had an old key, universal key. Yes. 
And that's back in the day when, you know, changing out those locks was a big deal. Oh, yeah. And so Central didn't... There's a lot of doors. They didn't always update those those keys. And so Paul had one that was still active and they used the boiler room (laughs) access to get in. Oh, yes. And then that key to unlock further in. And I remember pulling up and they were already in at that point and going in through that back doorway there. And it was probably around 10... 10 p.m. at night. Yep. Just around there. And the idea was in and out quick yes. as possible because we didn't want to get caught. We didn't know who would be driving by. There's random people that just turn around in the school, you know. Oh, yeah. All like, the time. So we were trying to hurry. Um, so we get in there. Did, what were you in charge of? Were, were, did you have a duty? I helped out clearing classrooms for a while. And then after that, I just went around and helped out whoever was Whatever like lagging behind exactly yeah yeah and so we we took pretty much every table anything that could be moved out of a classroom out of the high school hallways we just cleared out so like henry's room um we got science lab yep the science lab there um the spanish room um we were just clearing out every chair desk anything that come out and barricading it above all those entrance ways yes. in the hallways. And I was helping with that out as well towards the end. I was kind of moving around too because it was fun jumping around. Um, but we also hit up the bathroom, the bathrooms. Yes. And the girls' locker room up there. We stuffed them. Yep. Yeah, like to the ceiling. Like we're talking chairs, barricades, barricades, like. You, could, you wouldn't be able to get through it, like climb over it or get through it. You'd have to actually pull pieces away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Folding chairs too, because um, then what was going on in gym one was we were <laughs> creating just a tower of tables, like the long fish fry tables that were under the gym one stage. There was all of those tables as well as all the of those folding chairs. So like graduation you think how many chairs they've put out down there below and fish fry every event that they have in there i mean we're talking a ton a lot of chairs and a lot of tables yeah and so we stacked up this tower all the way to the rafters in gym one and i remember kyle Emick being up in the, on the rafters like hanging around like a monkey up there like mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff as always <laughs> and just uh, he ended up getting the American flag then, right, from the um, the, the wall. So we had a, in Gym 1, there was a f- flags of every country that we had a student of represented there. So that was the only American flag in the school, I believe, was right along with the other ones. Mm-hmm. And American, I don't know, what do you call that? Uh, American etiquette? Patriot? Yeah. What's sta- standard? I don't know the right term. Uh, the American flag is supposed to be yeah, there are larger standards. and higher or above than the other flags when it's displayed with other. I think mm-hmm. standards is the right term when it's being displayed. And so that was a big thing for a lot of folks was that that wasn't there. And Emmick being one of those. And so he snatched that American flag down, of course. Mm-hmm. And where did he put it then? He ended up... Uh, Taking it to the PAC. Yeah. And he right. got out a ladder. 
Yeah. And There's a huge ladder in there for yeah, the... Uh, that for, can go all the, the way up to that... To the ceiling, yeah. Yeah, to that ceiling there, that overhang. Yep. And he found a couple hooks up there. And <laughs> it was pretty quickly done. And I remember it so well because I remember watching the video back, the camcorder footage. Yep. When I say that we had a videographer, we really yeah. did. We had... We had a... Yeah, it was either uh, Alex, was Troyer, Alex Troyer, I think, that, yeah. had it, and uh, Ryan Hostetler, I believe, yeah. and Brian maybe were all yeah. recording at different... Brian Hirschberger. Yeah. Uh, we were all recording at different times. Uh, we'll have to try to track that down. Yeah. I remember seeing the footage afterwards, like a few days afterwards, but not since. So, that'd be... And I, I didn't see the whole thing either, just little bits of it. But oh, so so back to so after Emic hung up the flag, um, we took uh, and uh, along with the tower, we took a bunch of chairs and tables and put them on top of the the bleachers in Gym One as well too. So the bleachers were closed, and so we like threw them all up there to the very top and just piled them all up there. Things came out of the kitchen or the cafeteria as well, I believe. The kitchen i wasn't involved in any of that so i don't i'm a little hazy on that yeah and the piano that was always out in that hallway got moved into the into the gym <laughs> everything that we yeah. could move got moved yes but i we didn't touch the administrative offices yeah we didn't move like papers and yeah. important things like that just yeah. more just bulky big right we did move items. computers yeah but we, I'm, <laughs> yeah computer desk but I'm, I'm sure we fully shut them down <laughs> i think henry's computer desk got wheeled out somewhere <laughs> in a bathroom <laughs> or something um and then the group of girls that were there had um they were doing Oh, they had a, a nasty trick. Yeah, they were so they were taking Dixie cups, uh, the little ones, and stapling them all together. So like a few packages of Dixie cups and spreading them all out. So this was in the lobby yeah. of Central. Yeah, and instead of and and what they did then was fill them with Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the idea then is that they would be red Kool Aid. Yes, really difficult to clean up because how do you they're all stapled together and it just creates a whole like sea of stapled together dixie yeah. cups so you either got to take like a turkey baster and like squirt <laughs> each one out or like cut the staples out or yeah or get just, a straw or just say you know screw it and just dump them all out and mop it up and old randy's in there mopping it up running the steam master 3000 yeah yeah <laughs> or uh i so i don't know what they did but the it was it was pretty big that they had pretty much the whole lobby wasn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and so that was that was crazy too yeah stuffing everything with the classroom items that was a big enough task yeah it took a long time yeah and then building how the, many people were there and i mean building that yeah. pyramid in gym one out of the tables from the cafeteria as that got above two layers, that took a little bit of work too, getting those tables yeah. up. Yep. And so that's where a lot of us guys bounced around after we got the classrooms cleared out to help finish up the building of the table. And then by that time, the girls were almost done with the Dixie Cup stuff. Yep. And then we took that one last exit out the school. <laughs> that was the only clear way out. Yeah. And again, yeah, it was like an hour tops. Yeah, but and we had like thirty-five maybe people there, probably more, 
around there. Yeah. It was more easily, than half the class. Easily so, we counted off 35 names. Yeah. Yes. And so, I mean, that's a lot of manpower and yeah. woman power. Our class was only 63 people. Yeah. So that's more than half the class. Yep. And, uh, I mean, we in and out, baby, and we were expecting the next morning to come in just to pandemonium. Pandemonium, just like... Well, I thought maybe I'd wake get up. In. It was delayed. Yeah, to like a one-hour delay or something. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, that would just be the. That's what how I would have responded of like, right. oh, let's just delay school while these teachers clean this up quick. That's right. I remember that as well. Just kind of like going into school, being like, man, I'm surprised we don't have any delay. And we come into school the next day, and to our surprise. It was like the night before never even happened. As if we weren't ever there. The hallways were clean. All the chairs and desks and tables were all put back in their place. Mm-hmm. It, it was really like nothing ever happened. And some of the teachers were giving us interesting glares, I would say, along the way. And saying comments like, oh, you, you boys... Uh, feeling a little sleepy <laughs> right. things like that i remember right. tim Shu saying that and it's been like huh <laughs> playing dumb you know right but uh i think they knew pretty quickly what happened but we were astonished to say the least of how quickly that they were able to even clean it up at all because of how many people we had doing it and how little of time from whenever they found it that they had it and so the story came out later on that day i think even that a janitor came in at 4 a.m i believe or around that time yeah yeah a janitor came in super early yeah found it and started calling the nearby teachers <laughs> yep to help come in and clean yep. up so we have tim shu we know it was one of them yep don uh, newsbaum was one that came don, in yes Bruce Cooker is the is the most infamous of the calls because uh-huh. we then found out that he got work they they were all working so hard that they were getting pretty sweaty and he actually had to go back home and shower and get ready again for the day <laughs> before yeah. he came in for for school. He had to get ready twice. Yeah. But it is pretty impressive to think that what we did in an hour with like 35 40 people they were able to put back in a so cool yeah two hours three hours with maybe six teachers yeah because we had stuff spread all out too like the stuff in gym one was all across the school like (laughs) they would they would have had a hard time sorting it out anyways Uh, so it was that might have been that was a more impressive feat of the cleanup and the non-reaction yes i i I would say so it was the ultimate one-upping of us where we thought we were doing one on them, pulling this early in the year. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Certainly you wouldn't do your senior prank early when they could still punish you. But no, we had big plans for bike week, so we needed to get this off the calendar. And boom, it was our surprise, not their surprise. <laughs> they pranked us. Yeah. And you're right, though. There were comments as we were walking in more than normal the the teachers were standing out by their doors <laughs> yeah you know it was a tense time because then we soon come to find out that unlike classes before us they were actually going to to uh 
penalize us. They were going to respond in some way with some form of discipline. That's right. And for what reason? Un- unknown to us, we didn't cause any damage. Yeah. Everything was put back in its place. Nope. It was like it never happened. Yep. So they wanted they wanted us to... They wanted to talk about it, and they figured that it was just a few folks that were involved in this. Uh-huh. And, you know, some of the co- the common names, the regular characters. Yeah, the bad the bad kids, right? Right. And so some, some pretty serious repercussions were being thrown out as uh-huh. being the, the disciplinary options for the people involved and being responsible. But as we said, having at least 35 people involved over half the class, they were going to be in for a real treat when it came to figuring out a punishment. What are they going to do? Yeah, that yeah. fit the crime. Yeah. It was at that time that Pam Matzos was the principal and she was the one in charge of choosing the disciplinary action That's right. for the senior prank. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> and so she began she began her investigation and it was then we heard some rumors going around that whoever was in whoever did the senior prank might not be able to go on senior trip. That's right. And even like walking, right? They, graduation was even graduation, rumored to be like an option walking, of you not right. being able to sit and walk for graduation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big stuff they were throwing out for no destruction. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. So things things tra- escalated pretty quickly because yeah. I think that was even that day word of word of what the punishment could be yes. was starting to be discussed. Mm-hmm. And we had a senior class officer meeting that day. And that was Elena Newsbaum, Rosanna Shetler, Chanel Miller, and me. And and None Doris and class president Luke Martin. Well, yeah, and and Doris and Gabe were our class officers. Yes, and, okay. And Doris was kind of getting our temperature and asking, like, "Hey, what what happened last night? What was going on? Um, uh-huh. What really? Who all was involved? Do some? Yeah, Pam probably had her on the investigative work. Yeah, right, right. And now those girls were were three of the few who weren't there. Uh huh. And so. I actually said, you know, I know that there were a lot of people here. I, I didn't exactly admit there in that meeting with Doris and Gabe that I was that there. You were there, right? I just said because the girls, the the uh, Elena, Rosie, and and Chanel, they said no, we don't know anything about yeah, they didn't it. Know much at all, right? right. And which was hard to believe just because of how much we've talked about it. But that I, that's fair that they said that. And I said, well, I know that there were a lot of people here. And so then Doris made a comment of like, oh, and almost like saying, then we're going to need to really feel this out and figure. She was realizing that it was going to be more complicated than just what they the five or six names. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the reoccurring characters yeah. that everyone knows. It wasn't just Emmett and Derek. Right. Yeah. Exactly. This was bigger than a, than a four person job. Yeah. And so that's where then, as class officers, we sat down with Pam to talk it through of like, hey, what what, what can the senior class yeah. do? How can we mediate in this situation? Was this the same day that you had had to sit down with Pam or was this a few days later? This was... This was a few days later because okay. it might have been... Still trying to fill things out. Yeah. Right. Because I think we did our... 
I think we did our prank on a Thursday night for it to be on a Friday to to like revel you. in our work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and so then I met with Doris on Friday. We, we met on Fridays as class officers okay. for lunch. Yeah. And then we met with Pam on Monday. Uh-huh. Yes. So there was a lot of there was a lot of rumors going around. Mm-hmm. You know, cell phones had just been widely adopted, you know, <laughs> like I don't know, maybe 10 people had them at that point, but there was Some a lot of information around. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, that Kidron wildfire rumors started going around quickly. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So anyway, we sit down with Pam and she's in, and we're saying, okay, what, what do you need from the class to, to kind of work this out? And she said, well, I need, I need to know who all was there and then we, we'll work from there. Mm-hmm. And so I think she had already gotten the rumors of like, Hey, just, just be careful. Like we, we might actually have a pretty big event here that these, these <laughs> students were involved in, yeah. you know? And so she was not expecting us to give the names right then and there. And I responded to Pam and I said, well, Pam, we can give you those names right now because I was there. (laughs) And and I remember Rosie and Elena, like just like cocking their heads at me, like just looking at me like, wait, do you realize what you've done? (laughs) And so Pam gets out her, her notepad and I start going through the names and I start with those that I know have the best grade point average and the best reputations put the big ones up at top and i didn't get like five names into it and she and she (laughs) puts enough yeah she she stopped taking notes she puts the pen down but i did list everybody just in fairness so that everyone got both the glory and the and the gore as as you might (laughs) say it was all coming out anyways you know right right and i did feel a little (laughs) bit bad about rat ratting everyone out essentially but i thought you Mm. know what if we bite the bullet now it might be better in the end can't the old rat dog just rat a little bit yeah exactly just living up to my nickname that's right yeah thank you can't always be the dog he's gotta (laughs) rat a little bit (laughs) that's right and so that's where um, you know, at the height of the rumors, we weren't going to go on our senior class trip, which was a big deal. That's Toronto, yes. Canada. That's out of the country. Yeah. For many of those kids, fun. their first time out of the country. Mm-hmm. It was uh, some other things were rumored to be taken away. We got it whittled down all the way to just only having to sit with the teachers that cleaned that up our mess. in the cleanup. Yeah. That cleaned up our prank. And we needed to give them a heartfelt apology. <laughs> And we had to hear from them. And that that was all we had to do. It was a special meeting before school. It was like 7 a.m. because the school started at like 8.03 or something weird. And this isn't like each one of us shaking their hands and saying, I'm sorry, this is what happened. And this was just you, right? In front of them. Like you had it the hardest, I think. The rest of us were just sitting there. Yeah, it was one of those things where... Anyone from each side was allowed to speak. Okay. And as it ended up, I was the only one that apologized uh-huh. from our side, which I, I knew that that could have been a possibility. That yeah. was that was totally fine. I was just thrilled that there really wasn't any punishment yes. coming down. Exactly. That we weren't being penalized, so to speak. Right. Um, and that's where then I, I just re- remember saying, hey, we were very careful 
We are very sorry that it that it did affect you guys individually. We did take efforts to minimize and mitigate the 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 effect and toll that it would have on the staff, but we did want to take part in what we viewed as being a tradition, a time honored part of being a central right. senior. Yeah. Because it, it really was a tradition. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it did expose where they as a school were not teaching on it. They weren't speaking about it. And if they would have just owned it and said like, hey, yeah, we know senior pranks happen. Here's some things to take in mind as you're planning this. Exactly. And, you know, uh, yeah, it could have backfired. We could have, that could have made us rebel even more, but at least engage in the conversation. Yeah. Because um, one of the arguments against our senior prank was that, it was news to the school that senior pranks were a tradition and that they were done every year. It's like, well, no, we've, we almost still see the tracks from the school bus right out there. Yeah. Randy's still out there <laughs> filling those tracks. Right. Topsoil. Right. You know, and that would have been a great opportunity to talk with us, the incoming senior class to say, Hey, here's where you might want to yeah. make some different changes, some different choices. So you don't destroy our property. Exactly. So, but that was that was quite the the apology that we provided, and then to Tim Shoe's credit, he resp- he was the first to respond. First teacher, okay. yeah. He wasn't the only teacher, but he was the first, first teacher one. to respond. And his apology basically said, "You know what? Yeah, you put us through the ringer. We did have to work pretty hard, but you're forgiven. It's all good. Wow. We know we know it was no big deal. That's cool. And then after that." some of the other teachers and even even Bruce Cooker forgave us for making him go back <laughs> and shower. Change, and, yeah. You know, Bruce is such a sweet dude. He's yeah. such a nice guy. I've got so many good baseball stories about him <laughs> driving around Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Oh. But, uh... Yeah, and then we all sang to him probably and got on out of there. That's right. That's... We might have actually sang to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, honestly, it was, we let bygones be bygones to the point that when then about a week later, because that took a little bit of time to play out. Yeah. Uh, and then a week later, we're doing our bike week and all as well. And yes. it was nice that we had that senior prank snafu where we almost got in trouble real big. And so then we were kind of like that gunshot dog, you know, we, we know right. not, not where to go. That's so right. It, it actually kind of protected us in bike week when we were actually on devices that could really cause some harm. That's right. And they they trusted us a little bit more and they knew we weren't going to break anything. I wonder I wonder what they did for the class behind us Below because us. I'm thinking of their class and I don't know if they have any rebellious I was, leaders out you know, of that group. I was just going to say that they probably didn't do anything in yeah. their class. Yeah. A big, big nothing. Yeah. Maybe Josh Pedrozo. He sometimes would get into it with people, but I, I, I would be, I would like to know what the senior prank was. Yeah. That year. And it's sad that I don't know because I do believe that the likes of Mark Risser at EMU that next year, I think he found out about it. I think the, the, the class ahead of us found out Even about found our, out senior, our prank. senior prank. Wow. That's what's impressive. <laughs> That's how good it was. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're going to have to watch footage footage sometime because that would be a gem right there to have. Yeah, and I'm sure. And actually get some of the, the real details down. 
And <laughs> I'm sure all statutes of limitations have expired at this point. Yeah, right? we're and almost twenty. We're eighteen years at this right. point right, right now with this recording. But <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't think it's either. It's not an admission of anything. It's just a hypothetical of what might have happened. Senior prank in general just kind of embodied what our class was about. We all kind of came together and it's like you got into a little bit in the beginning of how our class kind of all bonded pretty well together and jived well. And we did have a variety of folks there of different cliques, you could say, and all of us just joining together, getting out of trouble together and just kind of bonding together as a class. And it actually was what a senior prank is supposed to be about because it was a lot of fun and it was just one of those good central times. And it's that unity that ended up protecting us in the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the only way that... <laughs> That's what saved us. Yeah. So. That was the only way out. Yeah. Unity. <laughs> Remember that. 